get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon. This is the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjara Asante. Top stories about 2,000 homes affected in Adar by the tidal waves. Government not showing enough commitment towards tidal waves victims, Jafar Gomashi lament. Also, Uber, Boat and Yanko drivers strike nationwide today. There's are more stories after the break. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news others choose. You're most welcome back from the break to very first story. The Minister for Parliamentary Affairs, Oseche Mensabonsu, has stated emphatically that the Yasin North Parliamentary seat held by the embattled NTC member of Parliament, James Kwachikwason, is vacant. He said the total number of members of the Parliament is now 274 and not 275. According to him, even the minority side agrees with this position. Citing Article 97 of the 1992 Constitution, the majority leader insisted that there is an automaticity that renders the seat vacant, which is, if any circumstances arise such that if he was not a member of parliament, would cause him to be disqualified or ineligible for election under Article 94 under this Constitution. Duty the Duty disagree that it requires the court to declare the seat vacant. For him, the embattled Asen North seat became automatically vacant. The moment Mr. Quaison failed to prove to the judiciary that he qualified to run as a parliamentary candidate in the 2020 election. Meanwhile, he insisted that in the fullness of time, the law would take its course. So your point is that James Dutchie Quaison, as it stands now, is not That's news. my understanding of the law. That and is why they themselves are saying that their number now is 136. And if it's 136, if it's out, you use the word if. Um, and I know that he is. The number now climbs down from 275 to 274. Which means half is 137. Duty our news. The news others choose. Nearly 2,000 people in Dakla, Manya, and Anyaman have been affected by the tidal waves and more than 400 of them forced from their homes. Coastal communities in the Adal West District have in the past years been experiencing flooding caused by the tidal waves. Residents, however, said the communities have this week recorded the heaviest wave ever. They blame the situation on lack of sea defense, which was not extended to cover their coastline. The MP for the Adal West, Honorable Christian Atuteye, called on the Minister for Works and Housing and the President to come to the aid of the affected victims. Defense work to bring lasting solution to the problem. Really, really sorry to say that almost 2,000 people from Anyamam and Akrabanya put together are really, really uh, displaced by the tidal waves and 
this is something which has just occurred a few months back. I think in November precisely, we had this experience. I call on the Minister for Works and Housing to intervene immediately, but then until now, nothing. As we speak, last night, I had to come here and monitor the situation. It was really bad last night. This morning, we thank God, is a bit okay, but not to say that the people are free. People have nowhere to lay their heads. And I'm still calling upon the government, precisely President Nana Ato, to continue the sea defense which has been started from Adan East, whereby if he continues it, by now it will be done. But they, I don't know why they decided to jump over Adan West Coast Line and move to Nego Pampram. What is wrong with the people of Adan West and then the Give President? The news. The news others choose. Still on the tidal wave story, the assembly members of the Akpilatmanya and the Anyamam express the most houses has been submerged by the tidal waves and therefore call on government and stakeholders to come to their aid. Tidal waves are very hard and ever since a lot of houses have been submerged by the tidal wave. As a result of this, a lot of people are displaced now. They don't have any place to lay their head. And so we are calling on government and all stakeholders to come to our aid. Uh, the last one was on 6th November 2021, and this is the second one. It has been happening persistently, but of late it's been too frequent. As a result, a lot of houses have been destroyed now. So we are only appealing to government to see the need and come to our aid and come and help. We see the, the only thing we need. The news others choose. The Member of Parliament for the Ketu South constituency, Jifar Abla Gomashi, has taken on the government for doing too little for residents affected by the tidal waves in the Volta region. She says government lacks the commitment to providing the necessary emergency response months after the destruction. About 20 households have been left stranded at the Agavezi and some adjoining communities in the Ketu South municipality after the tidal waves hit their homes over the weekend. This comes several months after were left stranded in some coastal communities in the Volta region in 2021. The lives of residents of the Amutinu, Salakope, Agavezi, Blekusu, and Adina are under threat following tidal wave destruction since March 2021. Several efforts by residents to get the government to complete the seed defense project has proven futile. Several are also having distractions and several demonstrations as well. But Jifa Ablakomachi believes government's effort so far has been appalling. The minister, according to Gamashi, said the project was to begin by August 2021. Meanwhile, the work is yet to begin. This affected residents, however, are still calling on the government to, news. to the people and complete the sea defense project as their lives are still in danger. The latest tidal waves also affected some communities in Greater Accra and Central Region. Let's listen to Jafar Gamashi. Well, so, um, as we speak, I have a question already filed, uh, which will be which has been submitted on paper uh, for tomorrow. But uh, if you if you recall, uh, and I, I know that you just mentioned that uh, I did ask questions on the floor of Parliament, um, and uh, part of the answer that was given by the Minister for Work and House, and Honourable Asensubuachi, was that we were to uh, witness the of the second phase of the defense at the end of 
that a temporary shelter be constructed for the people so that uh, if it happened again, they'll have somewhere they could go and find respite. Focusing on business now, President Nanado Dankwaku Fojo has said he does not know any economy around the world is doing well in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and also the geopolitical tension between Russia and Ukraine. He said economies around the world are all struggling owing to these two main factors. Speaking in an interview with BBC's Peter Okoche on Monday 14th, uh, 4th of April, he said that they have also the opportunity to have industry set up not for just Ghana but also for Ecowas markets and also for the African market. No, it's doing. Uh, I mean, let's just be honest. It's doing terribly. Uh, oh, not terribly. Well, um, it's it's, it's, uh, when you, when you uh, your your no, inflation no, in your country, inflation no, no. in Ghana. I don't know the economy in the world that's doing well. well Tell me Ghana, where you are Ghana, here. Inflation in Ghana. <laughs> the highest inflation. Well, fifteen point seven percent. The the, the Ghanaian said he has fallen. 20% on the dollar, the worst, the worst after Russia, which, is, which has a lot of sanctions began, against it. It began, it began to, to firm up. 
it has begun to firm up, and we're, we're, we're seeing the, the CD systematically appreciating against the dollar. People still can't employ, you know, I was just reading today, you know, um, people in the hospitality industry that you're pushing so hard, you know, having to lay their staff off. We've got taxi driver unions threatening strikes because of spiraling fuel costs. I mean, it, it doesn't look like a place that I want to go and put my money. Where will you put your on business or the leadership of the online drivers association of ghana has declared a sit-down strike over the welfare concerns the two-day national on tuesday 5th of april and end on the 6th of april wednesday it is meant to drum home their demands for better conditions of service the association is advising its members to stay home as the leadership seeks audience with the management of the online driving platforms over their grievances the vice president of the ghana online drivers Union James Nilo Gamo in an interview on Monday, 4th of April 2022, said that they are concerned about the drivers and the recent frequent fuel prices increase. And also, he noted that the first online driver's charge has despite the upward adjustment of all other variables. This very strike is um, a combined of all unions, both in Greater Accra. Eastern region, Western region, and Central region. And um, we are embarking on this strike because of all our engagement with this happiness to get fair increase became in vain. And then we have no alternative than to embark on GDR this news. strike. News. We've went to boats, especially for them to increase the fare. We are all aware the fuel increments in the country, which is over 150%. But our opponents refuse to increase the fare just to entice the riders. But, you know, there's a saying that a hungry man is an angry man. We are also looking at the side where the drivers have to render a good service to the riders. You see, the happiest the riders, the next time they can ride with us. So we are also trying, doing all these things to... Um, render good service to our opponents, uh, riders. Our wish is never our wish to make our riders stranded. But we have no alternative than to embark on this strike. So we are just pleading with all our customers to um, to play, uh, to uh, side with us. Let's face it. To 14,000 of embarking on the strike tomorrow. We are not working tomorrow and the next day. But, but if you don't work, that will mean that your, your targets will be affected individually as well. Yeah. I know you work on all the The news others choose. On business, former Minister of Power Dr. Kamnat Donko says Ghana risks returning to the dreaded days of erratic power outages known as Doomso in the next two years if government fails to address the issue of power generation capacity. He contends that despite the fast growing rate of power demand and consumption, there has not been a commissary increase in supply capacity, putting the country at a risk of a crisis. Addressing the media, the Pro East legislator the government to immediately take steps towards bringing on stream additional power supply unit to boost the country's total capacity and adequately meet the increase in demand for power. attention. I will not have been doing my diligent duty to the good people of Ghana. This country is likely, most likely to face load shedding in the next two years. 
if urgent steps are not taken from this moment to increase our power generation. I say this on the basis of facts. For example, on the 15th of February 2022, our peak power demand was 3,343 megawatts. On the 15th of February, just about a month and a half ago, that was the highest peak demand for power. On that day, our available power was 3,527 megawatts. We had a surplus of only 180 megawatts. Only 180 megawatts. So we were dangerously close to matching peak demand with total available supply. our news. The news others choose. However, the Deputy Minister for Energy, Andrew Adapar Mercer, has refuted Dr. John Costum's claims.
do the computation. Even at 10%, you are talking to our news. The news others choose. If you just join us, this is the Afternoon News in Ghana Talks Radio on International Front. An Indonesian court handed down a death sentence on Monday to a teacher for raping a 13-year-old girl at an Islamic school, upholding an appeal by prosecutors for the death penalty after he had initially received a sentence of life in prison. The case of teacher Harry Wariwan has shocked Indonesia and shone a spotlight on the need to protect children from sexual violence in the country's religious boarding schools. After he was sentenced to life in jail by a court in the city of Bundong in February, prosecutors who had called for the death penalty filed an appeal. Ira Mambo, Henry's lawyer, declined to comment on whether there would be an appeal citing the need to see the full ruling from the court. The spokesperson of the local prosecutor's office also said it will wait to receive the final ruling before commenting. Between 2016 and 2021, Harry sexually groomed 13, young, 13 girls who were between 12 and 16 years old and impregnated eight of these victims, a judge said in February. Indonesian officials, including the country, child protection minister had also backed calls for the death penalty though the nation's human rights commission which proposes the death penalty said it was not appropriate Ria in Tunisia and Tunisian MPs faces the charges that may carry the death sentence for attending an online session of the suspended parliament last week, legal and political figures have said. The session was condemned by the Tunisian president as a failed coup attempt. The legislators stand accused of um, having attempts to change the political system and to cause disorder. That is said by the MP of Sadulu, who attended the session as quoted by the French language reality website on Monday. The former dean of Tunisian lawyers, Abazarik Al Kaleni, has announced the creation of the National Committee to defend the MPs and praise republic awareness of the serious charges they face. South Africa has announced the ending of COVID restrictions two years after they were imposed. In a televised address, President Cyril Ramaphosa said the national state of disaster will end at midnight on Monday. Masks will still be required indoors for another month. He said although the pandemic was not over, he was confident that it was only better times ahead. Mr. Ramaphosa said it was important to boost the economy and create jobs. South Africa has recorded far more coronavirus cases than any African country accounting for almost a third of infection across the continent. It has officially registered 100,000 deaths. Still on COVID-related stories, and Chinese authorities have extended the lockdown in Shanghai to cover all its 25 million people after a fresh surge in COVID cases. Until now, there had been separate measures for the eastern and western sides, but the whole city is now subject to indefinite restrictions. Shanghai is the largest single city to be locked down to date. The important financial hub has battled a new wave of coronavirus infection for more than a month. The authorities reacted after new cases rose to more than 13,000 a day, although the numbers are not high by some international standards. 
Long queues have been witnessed at patrol station in the Democratic Republic of Congo's capital, Kinshasa, as the city struggles with fuel shortages. Fuel prices have not changed, but only limited amounts are being sold per day. The shortage started to bite on Monday, although the authorities insist there is a sufficient supply. The government has tried to reassure people by saying the situation is being addressed. Oil marketers in the country have demanded that fuel prices go up to match international prices. Still on international stories, two members of a British family have died and two others are critically injured after a landslide in Australia. The man, 49, and his nine-year-old son were killed by falling rock in the Blue Mountains near Sydney on Monday. A woman, 50, and her son, 14, were taken to the hospital with serious head and abdominal injuries. Her daughter, 15, was treated for shock. Bush Walken, it's quite a tragic scene, said Superintendent George Nelson from the South Wales Police. The woman and teenage boy had required sedation and intubation before being wedged into the safety and flown to hospital. The teenager girl was also taken to the hospital and was extremely distressed, according to authorities. To some entertainment story, Britney Spears has confirmed that she is in the process of writing a book. We are confirming a recent report in U.S. media that the star intended to open a new tell-all memoir. Spears shared the news in a message posted on Instagram Monday night. The singer said the event in her life and that she has never been able to express openly. In November, a judge ended a legal guardianship that controlled many aspects of her life for over a decade. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. This is where I draw the curtain. You can log on to our website www.ghanatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Sported Bit. Enjoy your afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! Based on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. So we know that Ghana, you know, uh, Portugal, Uruguay, and uh, South Korea, they are in good edge. And today, South Koreans' coach is saying that uh, everybody knows that Ghana is uh, underdogs and he is looking forward to see how his team will be playing against the, the, the Giants. I'm talking of Portugal and Uruguay. And also, Speaker of Parliament, Bagben, is saying that the sack of Christian Nantachi uh, brought bad omen uh, to Ghana football. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. There's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. You're welcome back from the break. So, La Liga Basement Club, Alaves, they have sacked head coach Jose Luis Mandeliba just 12 games after he was appointed to replace Javi Saleja, 
who was also fired. They are firing coaches anytime. So Mandabila's last game in charge was Saturday's four goals to one defeat at Atletico Madrid. So the loss left Alaves rooted to the bottom of 22 points behind 17th place Cardes with eight games remaining. So he came to Alaves at the end of last December with the aim of reviving a team that was already in the relegation uh, places. So Alaves said that in a statement. So uh, he has been fired, of course. So, Rand Rooney says that he will pick Paris Saint-Germain boys Mauricio Pochettino over Ajax Amsterdam manager Eric Thierry to take over his former club, Manchester United. Yesterday, the coach said that he doesn't even know what the future holds for Manchester United, but British media has linked Pochettino and Ting Hang to the top job at United uh, with interim manager Ralph Rangnick's tenor set to end after this season. So, Pochettino led Tottenham Hotspur to the Champions League final in 2018 to 2019 season before joining PSG in January 2021, where he has helped them to win two trophies. Pochettino has done it in the Premier League and he knows the league. Our Derby County manager uh, Rooney is saying that. So we hope to see what will be happening. Which of the two would they be picking after Rafa Rangin's tenor? So Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta apologized for his team's unacceptable performance in Monday's three goals to nail Premier League defeats as uh, Crystal Palace. So Arsenal's hope for securing a top four finish suffered a blow after they slipped to feet a sport below Tottenham Hospice who have played a game more. Let's listen to Ateta. We were late to every ball, we were soft in the duels, um, and we didn't end the right to play. And when we did a little bit, we were sloppy on the ball. Uh, we didn't have any dominance, any sequences of play where we could take some control of the game, and we considered two poor goals as well. So overall, it's unacceptable. Put our hand up, me the first one. Um, apologize and uh, regroup and tomorrow is a new day and uh, a new opportunity to to start to prepare the game against Brighton. I could not see it and we discussed it just the way you win here is when you compete the way you should do it and compete means win duels have yourself the presence and the and the composure on the pitch uh, to manage certain situations. They are really physical team. The pitch is not uh, at the best to do that, so you have to find a way. To they have to find a way. That was manager Mikel Ateta saying that, you know, they have talked about the importance of winning their individual's battle. So Atletico Madrid coach Diego Simone enjoys watching Manchester City uh, plays and knows his team must step up uh, their game to beat them in Champions League quarterfinals. Yes, it is a joy to watch how Man City play the Argentine Tone News uh, press conference the eve of the first leg against Pep Guardiola's side. What I like about a team like Manchester City is the effort they put on trying to recover the ball and maintain possession it's nice to see them play so Simone is not concerned about Atletico playing the first leg away uh, you know, and hosting the decisive clash at home in front of their fans because the game is too long and first they need to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do at Manchester so let's see if they'll be able to do what they're supposed to do but Van Dijk is here, and Netherlands captain Virgil van Dijk hopes to make this year's World Cup in Qatar an unforgettable experience for coach Louise van Gaal, who is battling aggressively uh, with, with, you know, uh, prostate cancer. The, the defender said that. So Netherlands captain, he is hoping that this year's World Cup, it will be an experience for the fans and himself. So speaking on Dutch television, uh, Manchester United and Barcelona boys van Gaal revealed his diagnosis on Sunday, but said he 
he plans to carry on his role. Yes, I informed you on that, but Van Dyke said that he was in shock after hearing the interview in which the veteran manager stated that he often left the national team at night to go to the hospital without the players finding out until now. So messaging him after the interview, it is definitely uh, saying a lot about him. So he said, but I told him that uh, we are definitely going to be there for him as a group whenever he needs it. And hopefully we can also make it a World Cup uh, for him to never forget. So the Netherlands face host Qatar, uh, Senegal and Ecuador in the group stages of the World Cup, which kicks off in November. So... The Feyberg have appealed against uh, their four goals to one defeat. Yes, uh, Bundesliga uh, at the Bayern Munich at the weekend when the defending champions played with 12 men on the pitch for a few seconds, saying on Monday that they were uncomfortable with their decision. So the incident occurred in the 86th minute when uh, Corentin uh, Toliso and Kinsley Coleman were to be taken off from South Adisba and Kedlas Swale by the fourth official display wrong number for Koeman and the France old winger played on for a few seconds according to the champions and referee Christian Dingat. So the Fairberg said they found themselves in a very dilemma through no fault of their own as they deliberately uh, deliberated their next step before deciding to appeal against the validity of the game following intensive discussion and legal consultation. So, Fordberg played no part in and had no influence over the events surrounding the substitution process, the club said in a statement. So, despite this, DFBs, that is the German FA legal and procedural regulations, have forced us into taking an active role in having the event legally reviewed. So, uh, we would definitely inform you if they bring out any review information but AC Milan were held to a goalless draw home by the Bolong yes on Monday leaving them one point in front of a top of Serie A so wins by defending champions Inter Milan and second place in Napoli now that we can put pressure on Milan to respond against mid-table Bologna yes who were without coach uh, Sinisa Malikovic on the touchline as he undergoes hospital uh, treatment for leukemia but the whole struggle to get going with french uh, forward olivia gerard's header which was you know well said by lucas as close as they came into uh, a goal in the first half so that's also happened for them but crystal palace forward jordan Ayu is on cloud nine after ending his long go drought in palace win over arsenal on monday so jordan was on the score sheet yes for the first since december 15 2022 helping palace to an emphatic three goes to no win over the Gunners. So in a post on Instagram, the 30-year-old expresses delight after securing the World Cup qualification and ending his goal drought or in a week. So what a special week, an amazing team performance and incredible support from the first minute to last. Very happy to get a goal too. I think this is very happy for the Ghanaians too because if you have a player like this who can be on the score sheet, it will be good for us at Qatar. So let's check out Crystal Palace and for Arsenal, Palace with an FA Cup semi-final to look forward to. Call that a dangerous area to give a free kick in. Here's the delivery from Gallagher, it's awkward, it hits the back and it's in by Mateta! It hit Anderson and then it came off an Arsenal player and Mateta, who was stepping onto it, just stooped and nodded the ball past Ramsdale. Comes back to Anderson who tries a ball through the middle of the field and finds Ayu. Great chance for Palace, 2-0 Palace! Gave it away again, and Jordan Ayew back in 
the side today, needed no second invitation, took it inside the box and left footed drilled it past Ramsdale. Did the ass balls, did the ass balls. Look for Saka, found Mitchell, another pass that tries to put Zahar. So that was uh, the day. Are you part of? I mean, Jordan, are you part of the ghost chorus for Crystal Palace? You can even see on uh, you know his face that is really making history and breaking down drought. We hope to see uh, better goals in Qatar. But speaking of Parliament, Right Honourable Alban Bagbin has attributed the woes of the Ghana Black Stars to the sacking of former Ghana Football Association GFA president. I'm talking of Kusi Nantiti. So he intimated that Mr. Nantiti was a dynamic addition who contributed immensely to the success of the national team. However, his dismissal following the release of the number 12 documentary was the genesis of all the problems with the senior national team. But you know, the former GFA president, Kwasin Nantachi, was charged with fraud and corruption. The charges are also in relation to the Anas Aremiyao Anas number 12 documentary, which exposed alleged corruption in football in 2018. But speaking after swearing in newly elected executives of the parliamentary press corps, Mr. Bagbin noted that when we were able to bring down Kwesi Nantachi, we also brought down Ghana football. Let's listen to Bagbin. It is a force for progressive social change, unquote. Yesterday I was in Wa. In fact, this week has been very busy for me. I've been up and down the country here and there, running around holding meetings. And I reminded, it's good. There's no doubt in being investigative. But... When we were able to bring down Kwesi Nyantachi, we also brought down Ghana football. That was one of the brightest spots at FIFA, which the French, French call five. And when I met the executives of FIFA and said I was the speaker of the parliament of Ghana, I said, what happened? Why did you people do that? That it was a dynamic addition. The value that he carried at their meetings, he was highly respected and he was very influential and Ghana football was up there. We thought we were only handling Nyantechi. We didn't know we were handling the whole of Ghana. Senegal is up there today because the Secretary General of the whole FIFA is a beautiful young lady, and you can beat her during elections. And she's the Secretary General of FIFA. That's the chief executive of FIFA. You see their stadium, you see their national team. So please, leaders, don't stand alone. They stand for something that is symbolic of the country. Criticize us. Correct your children, but don't break their hands or their legs. It will affect you. And that's where we are now. And people are calling for government to forgive Nyantechi and bring him back to access. We're able to perform the wonders in Nigeria because of the new technical team that we put in place. They were able to gather the potential young players of future, and they were prepared to die for Ghana. If we keep this team for some time, I assure you, it's not just the, the FIFA games we are going to play. Ghana will be up there again. And that's one of the soft power of our country. That's why in spite of our size, our population, and the fact that we don't have critical exports, Ghana is in the minds and mouth of everybody in the world. So please, you either build or did the earth pause? Did the earth pause? mightier than the source. And it is in your hands. Hold it carefully.
So that was Speaker Bagben. He is saying that a sack of Nanzati uh, brought the end of Ghana football. But they were saying that he was corrupt and they needed to sack him. But the head coach of South Korea national team, Paulo Bento, has shared that Ghana's Black Stars are underdogs in Group H of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. According to him, the African Giants is just like the Asian national team he manages ahead of this year's World Cup schedule to be staged in Qatar later this year. So speaking, he said that uh, he believes Portugal and Uruguay are the favorites in Group H. This is exactly what he said. He said, when you come to the finals of the World Cup draw, you can't expect an easy draw. It is polite. It's believing in miracles that doesn't exist. The experienced tactician said, adding that being a difficult group for us, I believe Portugal and Uruguay are favorites from the start. Most people will agree. But in Group H of the 2022 FIFA World Cup, Ghana and Portugal will face off in the opening match before Uruguay takes on South Korea. And we know that Ghana uh, is underdogs of group eight so that's what the coach is saying but he shouldn't start just as a nigerian star maybe it might end very bad for him but still uh on sported bits we are talking tennis now and magdalena fresh of portland advanced monday uh the credit one yes charles leston open in charles leston sc when number 11 seed i'm talking of petra kitova of the czech republic retired during the second set of their first round march so uh french led seven six Six, six through two when the two-time Wimbledon champion retired reportedly due to a thigh issue but French led the first set tiebreaker 6-2 but lost four straight set points as well so cricket New Zealand coach Gary Steed hopes to have a captain Kane Williamson back for the three test tour in England in June but says that they will need to manage his workload to prevent reoccurrence of an elbow injury so we hope to welcome him but before we wrap it up, Japan's double Olympic speed skater champions Nana Takaji announced her retirement from the sport uh, today. So the 29-year-old won gold in the inaugural Women's Master Start yes, competition in Chumchen four years ago, as well as a team pursued gold alongside her sister Miho Ayano Sato at the Beijing Winter Games in February. Her four on the last band in the Teams pursued cost Japan the gold medal. She crashed out on the same turn in the semifinals of the Master days later. So she said that I have decided to end my career as an athlete. Yes, Akagi is saying that my sister helped me get this far and I was able to take an ice as Nana uh, Takagi and not as Niho's old sister in the end. So, you know, uh, she retired. It's really sad that we hope to see that. But that is how it's supposed to be. If they're tired, just like Ashbati, they will definitely uh, retire. So we'll be joined before we wrap it up on the show. We'll be joined by Amdala Hamza on Ghana Talks Radio Sport Tidbits. Good afternoon, Hamza. If you can hear me, you're welcome to the show. Fine afternoon, Sandra. I'm doing good, yes, sir. I'm very fine, thank you. Duty as pause. Duty as pause. Speaker Bagbin is saying that uh, the sacking of our former GFA president, uh, Kusit Nantachi, was uh, the worst mistake uh, Ghana football uh, had in terms of he being a dynamic person. And uh, because of corruption, we sacked him to bring uh, 
Ghana uh, Black Stars or GFA in, in total to uh, halt. Uh, and fans are calling that they should bring him back on board uh, to be part of GFA. Uh, as a pundit, what, what's your perspective on that? Do you think it would be profitable or advisable to bring a corrupt man they sacked uh, some uh, years ago back to the team? Um, thanks very much, Sandra. And it's, it's, it's something when it happened, I know, most of Ghanaians were, were, were in jubilant mood, we were in merriment that mm-hmm. one of our own, Mr. Kwesi was was deposed of his position. Not just deposed, but being deposed with, with elements of, of corruption and, 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 and it, it was a whole lot. I think looking at the trajectory that it took our, 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 our nation as the GFU president starting from 2004 mm-hmm. and the city, I mean, stepped down. Kwasinian Kachi, looking at the number of years that he spent from 2004 to then, mm-hmm. I think it was it was quite a large number of years. And he, he, he truly pushed himself to the ladder. Okay. If you look during the time of Peter Hayashi, he yeah. became the first vice president. Absolutely. And Ahmad Ahmad, they just, the eminent past cast president, who, he was the second vice president. And all of us knew that the reign of Isa Ayatu was, was, was nearly coming to an end. So most people tipped Dr. Kwasi to, to, to be the, the next successor. And during some time that Isa Hayatu was kind of battling with sickness, most of his meetings, most of his interactions with FIFA and the other footballing organizations, he always asked Mr. Kwasi to lead them. He was very, very influential, mm-hmm. as the, the Speaker of Parliament yes. said. Okay. So I think it's, it's, it's ups and downs. Back then, we thought we were doing ourselves good because locally, we had its own people. Or they felt he was trying to push them ahead of others. Mm-hmm. So I think there was two sides of the coin. We just looked at the, 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 the positive side from our perspective here in Ghana. And, but we didn't take time to look at the positive side of what he's going to do for us in the diaspora. Absolutely. And as I said, during the time that Peter actually had this question that he was, was there, he could become the next cast president. Okay. And now it took a man from nowhere, Patrick Mosefi from mm-hmm. South Africa, mm-hmm. to become the next president of CAF. And no one knows destiny if President Desi was, was supposed to be there without his Anas Espoli. Mm-hmm. I think by now, Ghanaians would be proud to say that we have one of our own who is the CAF president. It's, it's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And looking at the sort of things that is happening to our national teams, our mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. after all, he left. Look at how it has dwindled. And it's, 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 so, it's so sad looking at our current ranking on the really FIFA. Coca-Cola ranking, mm-hmm. our, our national teams, our leagues. It's so unfortunate to say that, Sandra, as of now that I'm speaking, if you want to count the best 20 leagues in, in Africa, a Ghanaian league is not that. It's, it's, it's so pathetic, and I think if we've, we've done ourselves more harm than good. Okay, we, we hope that they will hear our cries and they will reconsider their decision in bringing back Christine Nantechi. But the head coach um, of South Korea national team, I'm talking of Apollo Bento, is stating that uh, he believes that Ghana is uh, underdogs in Group H and he sees Portugal and Uruguay as a giant. Okay, so you tracking our performance at the uh, playoffs, just ended playoffs with Nigeria. Do you think uh, what he is stating is true or Ghana Black Stars will be able to? Uh, uh, to impress or perform greatly uh, to change this underdog name to a giant as well? Um, thanks, Paul Gento is saying the coach of the, of the South Korean national team. If you're trying to take it from the perspective of, of, of form-wise, from the perspective
irrespective of, of their position on the FIFA Coca-Cola ranking. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely correct. Right. Because now I think Ghana is somewhere around 56, mm-hmm. if, if I'm not mistaken, I can't be corrected. And the Koreans, that is the South Korean national team, mm-hmm. they are ranked 29th on the FIFA Coca-Cola ranking. Yeah. But one thing is very deceptive here that we must take a closer look at it. If you look at the Asian continent and the Oceania continent, mm-hmm. the sort of teams that they play there are honestly below standard. Absolutely. With the exception of their best two or three teams who are a bit up on the ranking. Mm-hmm. If you check the other teams like Oman, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, we know clearly that those nations are not footballing nations. And if you look at the South Koreans, the another squad that they use for their World Cup qualification games, I think they have some players, but not that much of high-profile players. Right. You can talk about just about three or four players. Mm-hmm. The, the, the notable name is, is, is Song Son Yimin of Tottenham yeah. Spurs. Yeah. You can talk of Yiwon Chan, who plays for Wolverhampton Wanderers. They have one North Korean player. They're very good though, but lacking playing time. He's a bench woman. Okay. They have one player, Jin Sun Young, who plays with one of the Ghanaian international as in the French league that's and he plays for Bordeaux. Yeah. So those are yeah, some some four or five players that they have. So I think the coach he's being deceived. He's not he's not expanding himself okay. but rather being into limitation with that. Absolutely. Because you look at the Coca Cola ranking, they qualify to work out with ease. They are ranked 29th, Ghana is ranked somewhere 56. Okay. So if you check the if you check the Coca-Cola ranking and you check the previous matches, you see that okay, the South Koreans are ahead of Ghana in terms of the ranking. Hmm. But if you compare the continent, it doesn't match. The hmm. African continent, the level of competitiveness that we have on our continent is way, way, way above what we are having in the Asian continent. Okay. And I have checked the South Koreans. Eastern Asian tournament. Okay. If you check from the Eastern Asian tournament, for which the South Koreans have won it for about three times in the last 10 years. Mm. But Sandra, if you want to dig deep, the major tournament or the major national tournament in the region is the Asian Cup. Mm-hmm. And the Asian Cup is where you get the last of the Japans, the, the Saudis, the Oman, the Qatar, and Kosovo yes. play. And Sandra, the last time that North Korea won the Asian Cup is really 30 something years back. So it says clear. If you believe that you have the you have the arsenal, you have the men, you are winning your North Asian tournament. That is between you and the peers that we all know that you have upper hand on them. But when you come to the major Asian Cup proper, you kind of struggle. So and Ghana, we've been having some struggles. Looking, it's forty it's forty years since the last one they have come, and looking at how we qualify. But I said, if you check Africa, our qualification Mm. is one of the toughest. And if anything qualifies, okay. regardless of the current position on the FIFA color ranking, regardless of the current form in last five or last ten games, and that if the moment you give much attention to that, it's going to be okay. easy. Okay. If, if, you tell, if you tell that Ghana is playing against Nigeria, mm-hmm. you can say Ghana is 56, okay. but Ghana eliminated Nigeria, who is 20th. Yeah, so it, it, something something magical can happen because we can even track our Jordan yeah. Ayu's performance at Crystal Palace yesterday. So if players are building up, but right now we, we can see a very beautiful uh, you know future for the Black Stars in Qatar. Yeah, so as I'm saying, we, we, we eliminated Nigeria and the people ranking, Nigeria is ahead of Korea. So on any day, each and everyone will be expecting Nigeria to make it. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Ghana went there and we did the job. We did the job. So I think Paolo Gento should lower his guts a bit. He's trying to give 
the, the, the South Koreans much more of hope. Of hope. So you should be careful with, with the sort of anticipation we give them. Mm, so that from now to November, yeah, from now to November is is seven to six months. A lot of things can change. And looking at the sort of players, the Ghanaian national team want to bring players who were born outside the country. And I think with all those factors, even if you have our current crop of players mm-hmm. and in East Korea, I think they are going to they are going to stand. The last time we met them was back in twenty in twenty seventeen, yeah. in twenty thirteen rather. That was a World Cup warming game to the tournament itself. We played against them and, and we beat them by four goals. You know, mm-hmm. that has been the first and only hat trick that okay. Jordan Ayew has scored for the Blasters. So mm-hmm. I think for the North Koreans, they are not that much of a threat. We must only concentrate on new guys and Portugal, for which when we do our things right, we can make things correct. But Paulo Gento should keep on hope you do our things right you also be able to be on this course sheet and you know on the top of the table as well thank you so much hamza for joining me on the sported bit on ghana talks radio you're welcome Sandra. so that was hamza hamza yes he said that if you do our things right you'll be able uh, to be the best among group H. thank you so much for joining me for the sported bit my name is sandra asanti trendy hits countdown is up next join us on gtr for global tidbits and soccer Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! because our first story on entertainment happened Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjura Santos, coming straight from South Korea. And you know how I had to mother them. So fans of the Squid Game had better not be holding their breath because the creator I'm talking of, Hong Doong Hyung, has yet to write the script for season two and said uh, it would likely be not released before late 2024 why would he do that we are looking forward to see this maybe mid uh, you know 2022 so that we can have a continuation of what happened in the squid game one but we can wait for 2024 that's too long but you know he said that i have to work on season two hopefully i can show it to the fans by the end of 2024 that is what uh, the director is telling us so the day earlier are they joining you know 
Khan series, first of all, he had admitted to writing only three pages of the script for the follow-up to the violent mega hit. Three pages. I think he should he should shoot the three pages when he's done. He can continue, and we also continue to watch it. But we hope to see season two of the Squid Game because we definitely we love it. Away from the Squid Game, Riz Ahmed has congratulated Brooklyn-based Pakistani vocalist. I'm talking of around Aftab for scoring her first Grammy years other uh, on Sunday and taking to Instagram story Oscar winner Riz Ahmed shared a photo of Arouge from the Grammy and said congrats on your first Grammy yeah followed by a hard emoji of course it's not easy getting an award when it's shaking and you know singer when it shakes also looking forward to be nominated or get a Grammy award I don't know how many years it's gonna take but Arouge after wore the prestigious trophy for her song Hobabat yes in the best global performance category the 37 year old who lived in new york for some 15 years has been steadily gaining global attention for her work that fathers asian sophie traditions with reflections of folk jazz and minimalism so we are happy that you know she made a name for herself but prince andrew's baffling social media post on Fackland words as raising eyebrows amongst royal expert you know royal expert definitely any day any hour they will be around so the duke of york who used ex-wife sarah ferguson's instagram page to tell public that uh you know he is a changed man is labeled desperate by a royal watcher he's a changed man is he sure about that i think he needs time to recover from that sexual you know uh allegations and all that but robert johnson the mirror he said that i'm not one of those who slammed prince andrew because it is the latest and perhaps easier so he is saying that he is a change man, but fans don't believe it. I don't think I believe too. A change man? I don't believe it, but I've never seen any woman, actually, any celebrity woman being angry with this news. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking of Hailey Bieber. She is shutting down pregnancy rumors that are making rounds on the internet. And a 25-year-old model shun a fan page speculating that a little Bieber is on the way after Hailey and Justin walked the Grammy red carpet. So Fanta convinced Hailey Bieber is pregnant after she walked Grammy's red carpet in following God with husband Justin Bieber. But Hailey said, I am not pregnant. Leave me alone. Ooh, this is so serious. Why? Is she doing that? Even Rihanna is so happy to have a baby that we are looking forward to see very soon. And Hailey Bieber is saying that she's not pregnant, so fans should leave her alone. Oh, guys, please don't force her to be pregnant. But Sean Mendes is here and is working through his very public breakup with singer Camila Cabello with your new single. I'm talking of When You Are Gone. It sounds like a lesson, and you know, Katy Perry, when I'm gone, this is when you are gone. So, Mendez called the up tempo tune therapeutic and said that it is about the essence of processing a breakup and what that is, and the memories and all of these feelings kind of start flowing. So, fans attributing it to the breakup of uh, you know, Camila Cabello that is making Sean Mendez having this kind of vibe to write, you know, when you are gone. So, he added that I think after breakup happened. I've realized how much of myself I was being protected by this person and that I needed to be able to protect that part of me too. And that's uh, a huge moment. And I think you really don't get to see those weak spots at those vulnerable spots. So we are hoping to see that beautiful 
second collaboration from Sean Mendes and Camilo Cabello, When You Are Gone. This is not Senorita. This is When You Are Gone. Of course, they are gone in real life. But Victoria Beckham is here. And Victoria Beckham's youngest offspring is giving an all day to mother's pop star Paso in pictures obtained by Daily Mail. Victoria's only daughter, I'm talking of Shapar. Yes, Harper. Uh, seven was parted in a Spice Girls jumper during her recent trip with family. And the Beckhams spent one last weekend together ahead of elder son Brooklyn's wedding on the yacht in Miami. And the celebrity couple's 10-year-old doing a blue outfit to appreciate our mommy. So you know how Spice Girls are being in the news in history of music and you know this is very Ghana Talks Radio number one and many younger baby bringing out those spicy girls uh, vibes on it but Britney Spears is saying that she is in the process of writing a book on her life yes that's what she's telling us they so turning to Instagram on Monday the 40 year old shared a lengthy note leading up to the announcement this is what she wrote she said I want to address my recent post captioning my past to my understanding to most it's confusing why i expressing it now but i am writing a book at the moment as it is actually healing and therapeutic it's also heart bringing our past event in my life i have never been able to express openly so britney spears is saying so we hope to see conservatorship issues and you know sister killings and all that in her book so you have to look forward to britney spears book yeah talking about the past event in her life but wolfie goldberg says that real smith hmm will bounce back from Oscar's controversy sooner and stronger. So speaking on a show, The View, Goldberg gave her two cents about Grammys and Kanye West and through comparisons of the OJ with the much controversial Oscar slab. So some people found that controversial, but the show didn't have anything like uh, last week's controversy, uh, which is fine. That's what Goldberg is saying. Also, Sam Offey was Smith's future project uh, in question. The question is, does he have a path back? Yes, of course he does. He will be fine he will be back no worries so that's what will be go back is telling us that we shouldn't worry because definitely will smith will be back on track so we hope to see that but kim kardashian american tv personality and businesswoman kim kardashian has attracted tyra banks as well as Heidi klum and more icons to promote her product mm. Tyra Banks on your product is gonna be amazing. But Pete Davidson, Lady Love, also took to official Kim's Instagram page to share a new picture of the icon models. Yes, wearing her product. So in the picture, Tyra and Haley stood on the platform sporting the brand's product. While Candice, yes, Penny Paul, and also Alexandra Ambrosio sat below. So the caption read: Introducing Tyra. Heidi, Alexandra, and Candace in their first ever joint campaign. So we got to see, uh, you know, beautiful collaborations with these amazing models on that. But away from Kim Kardashian, Chloe was back in the day talking, but today it is about coordinating. So fans have been talking over social media to bombard their anticipation that Courtney Kardashian and Travis Baker held a gender reveal party in Hawaii amidst pregnancy rumors. Yeah, so... These speculations yes surfaced after Baker's teenage teenage daughter Alabama went live on TikTok yes this Sunday as uh, she filmed a festive event seemingly in Hawaii with pink and blue decorations. Yes, so the sixteen year old video unveiled a beach theme party. Yes, on the beach theme party featured a traditional dance and an ad gorgeous 
flower setup. So they were saying that uh, if you watch on Facebook, you can see it's really beautiful. So reacting to the video, fans took to Reddit when one fans with a potential crevice gender reveal. So they are hoping to say that we be singing pink. It means that definitely is a girl. We hope to see it with them telling we seeing the baby after birth. But Adele reportedly spent a whooping amount on setting up a library at home during the pandemic that uh, looked perfect for a Zoom background. So as reported by a Daily Mail, the Hello Hit maker visited the Chelsea branch of Down to Books with a power and he, it said that all the staffs were thrilled when she walked in wearing sunglasses and looking like a superstar. She went about pulling books off the shelves without even looking at the spent or reading the blurbs and piling them up uh, by the chills. So, you know, he said the publication added that I said you're buying a lot of books, and she replied, Yes, I want a library. So the total bill was said to be 1,000 euros for book shopping. Really? This is a lot of money for books, but it is what it is. She is Adele. But this story is really shocking and it is revealing. Very touchy one. When I heard about it, I was really shocked that, you know, uh, Meghan Markle's sister, Samantha, is making big claims in the lead up to Prince Philip's death. What is she trying to unveil to us today? So, Prince Philip had a rough time in months following Prince Harry and his wife leading, um, you know, that that move of leaving uh UK for the US, but Meghan Markle's sister Samantha has told the media outlet. So, Meghan's sister told the Daily Star that it seems to have been a heartbreaking journey for the royal family in the lead up to Prince Philip's death. Hmm, really? How can that be? But Samantha claimed that the royal family were subjected to racially misleading before the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. Adding Harry and Meghan's comment gave Philip a rough time before he passed away. So she's trying to tell us that that particular move uh, from the UK to the EU is gossip. Prince Philip to die, but how can that be? They just moved, they didn't kill him, they didn't move his soul. That is what it is. But popular Guinean rapper Sakodia, yes, has reacted to news of ex Black Star striker Neo Date Lamte winning back possession of his East Legon mansion, which his ex wife dragged with him in court. So, following the ruling on Monday, Yes, March 4th, 2022, Odate Lamte was legally handed his property after battling its possession in court with his former wife over nine years. That's a very long time and definitely, finally, he has been given the right to own it. So, Sakuri, who seemed to have to be keen tabs on all happenings, took to Twitter to share his scent on the issue. So, aside from stating that ex-footballer has been through one hell of marriage, Sakuri says that he intends to grab a copy of his book, which was published in his honor in Holland. It's really sad that, you know, our daughter Lamde had to go through all this because of, you know, a woman that he caught a wife but it is what it is as part of life but a Ghanaian playwright and CEO of Oreverman Productions Uncle Ebo White has revealed that he wrote a book on sex to survive during the outbreak of coronavirus pandemic I, I was shocked when I heard this story like really 
Rather put sex to do with COVID-19? How is that possible? So according to him, his line of business depends on bringing people together under one roof in an enclosed environment to entertain them. But that became impossible during the outbreak over the COVID-19. So Uncle Lebo White made this revelation. Yes, to us, explaining that he kept a spirit up uh, based on history, reading that in Shakespeare's time, there was a pandemic that caused theaters to be shut down for three years. So he noted what made Shakespeare publish his sonnets because they couldn't produce. So that's what he's saying that when I ask that all the topic is chooses right on sexy and said in an affirmative saying that the fact that I have a book on sex title, let's talk about sex with my name on it shows that God has a sense of humor. So he's saying that he wrote sex stuff to, you know, deal with COVID-19. I think we should also try to write stories concerning maybe COVID will leave the whole world finally and you'll be at peace but legendary cousin yes is in the studios and you know how we do it every time when he is in the studios we talk about the stories for you to have fun what's up legendary you're welcome to the show afternoon sandra good to be here yeah good to be here good to be here too so squid game we've seen squid game we loved it you know fans were really gushing dying over it me personally i love it to see it i saw it i felt it and today the writer director is saying that he's hoping to get season two of squid game but it might be at the end or beginning of 2024 how can we wait for a long time to watch squid game season two <laughs> Well, uh, these things, uh, speaking of Squid Games, mm-hmm. uh, when Squid Games came uh, to light, at first, mm-hmm. uh, everyone jumped on it. Uh, obviously, people started talking about it, and uh, yeah. someone like me, I, I, I had to, I watched it with just at a go. Mm. A single night, I finished it, the whole night? episode. I think a lot of people did that w- too. When I finished the first uh, episode, I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted to get more. It so was I went to the second mm-hmm. one. So I had to finish it that night. All right. And this same Squid Games, uh, from what I know, uh, the, the, the movie was, was written in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it got rejected for about 10 years. So mm-hmm. at some point, the, the writer uh you know was having financial difficulties and had to to sell his laptop <laughs> so the, the movie that was rejected for over 10 years mm-hmm. all of a sudden became uh became a, a world mm-hmm. sensation uh the, the movie became uh the number one series most watched series in netflix mm-hmm. history of course also the movie earned uh the oldest actor in the movie the it movie. earned him a golden globe i think yeah so um things like this it's it's you, you can't really predict you know it's the market i'm telling you that had it been this same movie, radio had it been the same movie mm-hmm. uh w- was released some five years ago probably it might not have caught so much uh attention yeah it wouldn't have. but but then uh, it got released in uh 2021 and it became uh, a sensation so i'm actually looking forward to seeing more violence uh something more tragic yeah the writer yeah. is telling us that it's definitely going to be more violent yeah, yeah i mean that that's what squid game is, is all about you know 
they, they took it to a certain level and they have to obviously take it from where they left it. So I'm looking forward to, but I'm just looking at the 2024 thing. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's far, but I, I don't think there's not anything you can I mean, do about that. I just wanted to anticipate on what we were I mean, we, we're used to these things. Uh, they always give us the three years, the five years, years yeah. you know, you head start. And we have to, and we have to wait. So, yeah. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. And, you know, she and the husband turned out about Oscars on Sunday and fans are having speculations that, oh, rumors that she might be pregnant. So she's saying that I'm not pregnant. Leave me alone. I've <laughs> never heard a woman talking about this before. Because the last time in entertainment stories like this, we heard actress Gal Gadot saying that she wishes that, you know, she can give birth every single week. But yeah. Harley here is saying that she's not pregnant and people should leave her alone. Yeah, um, she, she's a mother. Get pregnant or I don't know. Uh, she's been married to to Justin for a while, and obviously, if you, if you know who Justin is, you know that he has a lot of obsessed fans. Mm -hmm. So it is expected uh, that everyone will speculate when they see when they see her body change. You know, the same the same speculation came up when we saw Rihanna in Barbados. Hey. So it's all expected, and I, I won't be surprised if. In the next two months, she comes out and says, I'm pregnant. You won't be excited. Eh? I mean, she says she's not. We should leave her alone. I mean, she, she's connected to, to mm -hmm. Justin. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I definitely know for a fact that if she comes out and says, oh, I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. The same way we took the Rihanna thing is the same way they're going to take this. Because, I mean, Justin is in the mix. So, yeah. yeah. Of course. So she ended her 13-year conservatorship. Yeah, she Brittany. be having speculations that her sister want to kill her, her father want to kill her. But today, she still want to go back to the past and write a book about her past, Britney Spears. Do you do you think it's, it's important that she, you know, she, she keeps going back to the past that hurts her so much? Well, uh, you see, we, we are humans. Uh, and uh, you can't really separate the past from the future, no matter how you try. Hmm. So the past is a part of you. It will always be a part of you because it was your past. You you were the one that wrote your past yourself. Mm -hmm. So I feel she she putting it into writing. Uh, I don't I don't see anything bad in it. I, I feel it's it's. I feel it's something good. I mean, sometimes you know pe people get to to people cope with their issues different ways, you know. Some people feel like they need to, to, to write down how they feel mm. to make them feel better. Right. And some people feel when they don't talk about it, they feel better. Mm -hmm. So if she's putting and those things that she's going to put into writing, we are, we are, we'll have the opportunity to see, to see more of the inside story, mm. you know, as opposed to what we've been reading in the media. So right. now this is something that's from her. the first hand writing, okay. you know, something from the main person, from the source. Not, not saying, not from an insider. <laughs> now this is the source All right. putting those things into writing. Mm. Now we can get a clearer picture of what happened and the truth, though, and the truth right. of what happened. Okay. You know those years. All so right. I think she putting out a book on her, of our own story. Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 something good. All right. So the Oscars came, Grammys 
even happened. But we are still remembering the slap that yeah. happened to uh, Chris. The legendary Brock. slap. Yes, the legendary slap. So Whoopi Goldberg is saying that Will Smith would definitely bounce back from all of this, you know, brouhaha with the slap. Do you think it's something simple that, you know, he might be able to bounce back from? Bounce back from. Well, uh, depending on how the cabal wants to. <laughs> you know, in the industry, mm-hmm. um, just as you have in every field, politics, music, mm-hmm. movies, you know, there's the cabal, you know, there's the, there's the round table, yeah. the people at the top that mm-hmm. call these shots. You know, if they want to kill your career within, if, if they want to kill your career within 24 hours, <laughs> they will kill your career. Okay. You know, even someone as big as Whiskey, mm-hmm. right? If they want to kill his career today, it will be done. You know, just few few phone calls and that's it. Mm. So it is possible that that he that he is able to bounce he back from it. I think there is more of uh, the possibility of him bouncing back from it because I mean he's Will Smith, mm. so uh, he also has connections as well, and his name as well is something that opens doors. You know, his name if if his name is in the movies, the movie is gonna sell mm. definitely. So him being with Smith is gonna bounce back. You know, I mean he's not a new person in the game, so. Obviously, they have to, you know, pull those plugs that they usually. What they just need is 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 just some damage control, and that's it. Mm. So, so I think definitely he, he will bounce he back. back. We hope that he'll be able to deal with this big connected with yeah. just one simple slap and it just ruin a lot of things. But <laughs> your favorite family, you know them. You said that they just always want to be factory. in the yeah, baby factory. They always want to be in the news. So we know that every little thing that happened, one member can say that, oh, I've named my son. And later they'll be like, ah, I feel like this name doesn't <laughs> suit him. So I'm going to change, change the, the name, name. because yeah, that's what course. I feel like doing. So, Courtney Kardashian, yes, I went to Hawaii to have, you know, uh, a party. And uh, the daughter took it a video to social media, TikTok videos. And the fans were saying that they had a party with a revelation of, you, you, when you know, we see pink colors, we definitely feel like, ah, oh, that baby is going to be is a girl. girl yeah. If it's a blue, we feel like it's going to be God, a boy. Yeah. So, why is it that this time around, they decided not to make us a part of it? Because even sleeping, keeping up with the Kardashians, they want us to know about it. What happened this time? I mean, um, they're probably trying to, to, okay. to market it. All right. Uh, <laughs> everything about them is, is about the money. Uh, it's about the money. You, you, you're, you're giving, as, and as a celebrity as well, as a celebrity as well, mm-hmm. you need to be able to know how to commercialize yourself mm-hmm. as a product. I All mean, right. you're a product, mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. So every part of you, uh, is a commodity that people have to consume. Uh-huh. So, I feel you getting to know that, oh, there's a baby coming and the baby's a girl. Mm-hmm. You you're getting it free of charge. That that's not what they want. Okay. You know, they they probably want to bring it into an episode of their bringing up with the, uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. The and when you come in and and when you hear that, oh, that there's a revelation mm-hmm. in the keeping up with the Kardashian episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want to watch that. You understand? So out. I think probably they are not ready to share it because they, they want to capitalize on it. Mm. 
but whatever it is, you, you guys will still get to know about it anyways. We will. So I've never seen anybody shopping for books, getting to a bookstore to shop like 1,000 euros. That is what our very own Adele did. Yeah. 1,000 euros for books? Yeah, I mean, pe- people is she, read. Is he trying to find the nature, the, the true history of nature? No, I mean, uh, people read. Um, pe- we have different things that we value. Right. Some people prefer to, to spend money on chains. Some people de- uh, prefer to spend money on food. And some people also prefer to spend money on gaining knowledge. Yeah. So if you're spending a thousand, if you're, if you're spending a thousand pounds on book, I don't think it's much of a big deal. Mm. I mean, compared to the knowledge that you're going to get from those books, Absolutely. I, I don't think it, it's mm. much of a big deal. I mean, it's yeah, it's just buying books. Like nah, it's, 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 it's normal. Okay, it's, it's normal to use. Or maybe it could be an inspiration too to get us a part two of Easy on Me. We, we can never tell us what. Not going to happen to me. Thing, you know, it's until a lot of knowledge and definitely we have to get knowledge in whatever we do. So uh, it's really exciting to have you on the show. Good to Thank be you so much for joining us today. Thank you and, for having me. Uh, We'll see you some other time. So this has been the Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. That was uh, Israel Patrick, your cousin, the legendary, always uh, joining us, uh, talking about exciting stories uh, to entertain you and also to keep you informed. So uh, this is me, Sandra Asante. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't go anywhere because DJ Charm is in the studio. So take you on that musical drive from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Only on Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.